Hello and welcome to Upstage the Podcast, your regular dose of theatre news and reviews. I'm Rachel. And I'm Abby. This week we are going to talk all about the Olivier Awards, which we both attended. Some good winners. Yes. I was, I think I was broadly pleased overall. Same. Um, so we'll go through some of the big categories and talk about our thoughts and also give you some, not much, some backstage... Well, not really backstage. We went backstage. We were in the audience. Backstage from the audience. <laughs> backstage from the audience that you won't have seen on the broadcast that was on ITV if you watched that because they cut so much out of it. They cut so they cut Richard Fleishman out of it. I mean, honestly, Cruel. the world needs more Fleishman. He looked less. so nice as well. Oh, he looked great. What a lovely young man. <laughs> but first, theatre news. So the first bit of news is that the casting for On Your Feet, which will be at the Coliseum this summer. Get on your feet. Get on your feet. Has been announced. So this is the musical which tells the story of Emilio and Gloria Estefan. Estefan. And will be running from the 14th of June till the 31st of August. And the role of Gloria Estefan will be played by Christy Prades, who um, played the role on Broadway and is currently doing the US tour of the show. So she should be good. Should be good. She knows what she's talking about. She's had enough practice. And Eduardo Cortez will play Emilio Estefan. He was recently in An Officer and a Gentleman. Worth noting also that at some performances, Philippa Stefani will play Gloria Estefan. We saw her in In the Heights and also in Rent as Mimi. And she was very good. She was. I would actually quite like to see her. I'm sure Christy Paradise is also great. But Philippa Stefani is brilliant so homegrown talent assumed i assume she's british yeah so i think some good casting i mean i i really want to see this i'm all i'm all in (laughs) abby's all in for i don't know much about it i don't know much i like a lot of music music and get on your feet (laughs) and yeah although i mean ticket prices are probably steep for the coliseum Coliseum. yeah it's a good point Um, coliseum's a weird sort of venue for it isn't it it is, but they, they're really going for it with all these summer, summer they are. shows, aren't they? They are. So good for them. The other piece of news is that Catherine McPhee has announced her last date in Waitress in the West End. Even though it's only just opened, she's already leaving. Her last performance is going to be the 15th of June. Her successor in the role has not been announced yet, but should be someone good, I think. Yeah, obviously she did do the role on Broadway, so it's understandable that she only want to do it for a few months when um she's got a wedding to plan she's oh god of course she has so yeah it's, it's obviously like when wicked opened up we're here and i didn't mentel did it for like three months and then yeah. peaced out back to new york yeah fair enough um, I mean, fair it's enough. a big lifestyle change isn't it yeah it is and um, none of the other cast are gonna change at that point i don't think from what we've seen yeah. not that it's been um, announced, no. which is good because they're a great cast if you can get there while Catherine mcphee is still in it i would recommend that because she's for fantastic sure. I'm going to definitely try and go again before before she leaves. But yeah, the rest of the cast are also great. So whoever you see as Jenna, I'm sure you will enjoy it. Yay, waitress. Something is a shame they weren't eligible this year's. Year. I don't get why they didn't push to open a, a little bit earlier to be eligible. Because they must have missed the cutoff by just Literally by days, weeks. weeks. Days, yeah. weeks. Yeah. I think it's such a shame. I feel like it's weird to have them. I get why they were there to present. But I almost feel like it's like... They were there to present, so it's like they're in a current show, and like yeah. to like the regular audience should be like, oh, but it's not. I've not heard about that at all. It must yeah, be terrible. Yeah, well, it must be bad because it's not. Got it's anything. not got any nominations when yeah. it's obviously it's not eligible this year. And I think it would have got a lot of nominations. And yeah, I think it, it would have. have. It deserves a lot of nominations, and it's just that thing of after it's been open for so long, will it have lost a bit of the buzz by next year, and everyone would just be like, oh, well, that's just waitress. There's no point. Well, it's like Dear yeah. Hansen is going to win everything next year. Well, yeah, it will. Okay, that is all of the news for this week. Not much going on at the moment. It's a very quiet sort of period of the year. Except for... (laughs) Well, yeah, apart from the Olivier's. Yay! Yay! So, should we talk about 
the winners first or should we talk about like what you didn't see on the broadcast which again there's not i mean what you didn't see on the broadcast was a lot of awards being handed out i think i didn't count but i think they showed about nine of the acceptance speeches in full on the broadcast and there were like 30 awards given it's out it's a shame because so. i thought everyone's acceptance speech was really lovely pretty much. i did and, like it's some of the like random little like the guy who was accepting on behalf of Oh, I can't remember the lighting Ash. guy. Oh, Igor. Igor. Yeah, he was hilarious. When he was just like, oh, yeah. wow, this is why I'm normally backstage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he was great. And there were a couple of people, I think, who didn't expect to win and did. So in Best New Dance Production, um, Black Dog won um, at the Saddler's Wells. At the Saddler's Wells? The Saddler's at the Saddler's Wells. And he was just so lovely so lovely and overwhelmed and a couple of his castmates were sat um up at the top and were like cheering and screaming yeah, and like so filming lovely. on their cameras it was really really lovely it was the like i do i think it was kind of the smaller productions those people yeah who, like it's such a massive de- i mean it's a big deal for everyone obviously but the people for whom it's like just something they never even thought would be a reality for them yeah I just thought like those are uh, yeah like the guy all those, who like, won for Flesh and, Flesh and Bone, Bone as well. Yeah, I actually haven't watched the broadcast yet, but I assume that they are the sort of awards that cut. And it's like those are the sort of people we need to be showing on stage accepting these awards, like the people who yeah. kind of sound like regular no, yeah, people, like normal people, and like look like normal people, and you're yeah. all like, well, this is fucking insane. That's actually you know? why I was really glad that Jason Manford hosted it because he did keep it sort of not like. Do you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like super highbrow. It wasn't super highbrow. Not that he's not. Not that he is lowbrow because he's obviously extremely smart and talented. But no, like, but I think you're right. Like, like the when vibe he... of the night was like super chill. Yeah. And a lot of people there are chill. Like obviously, even like the presenters who are very, you know, stagey, stagey. Yeah, were super chill. And it's like a really fun yeah. evening. And they're like, I felt like the ceremony. You know, I've never been to like they the water, cut... but the ceremony just felt like super chill. And they cut Janie D making a joke about her dress having been sponsored by Mastercard, no. and it was really funny. I bet that's something to do with the sponsorship deal and yeah, TV. It probably is, but, but that, that was great. really, really funny. I'm trying to think of any, any other. Oh, someone <laughs> wouldn't have surprised me if it was Abby, but it wasn't Abby. Someone when Richard Fleischman was presenting, shouting Barcelona really loudly from the back me. of the auditorium. I didn't quite, ran... I couldn't quite hear what they said. <laughs> I'm like pointing, like as if no, I was too busy just whooping really embarrassingly <laughs> no someone screamed barcelona at him which i understand i, I understand the impulse i mean i obviously i i mean without skipping ahead to the winners like i understand why jonathan bailey won but i would have fucking loved for richard leachman to have won oh my that. god it would have been amazing but yeah no it's just it was so lo- and i loved how they had when there were performances and again i don't know i really should have prepped by seeing what they broadcast on tv but i love how um when rosalie craig performed for company the other nominated artist for the show yeah. pre- like kind of introduced her and the same with Tina because Cobner Holbrook Smith wasn't performing he introduced Adrian Warren and the rest of the cast so it's just like it was a really nice yeah way of getting everyone involved and showing like all the different nominated actors and yes and I just thought it was really nice also really loved all of the performances so Mm -hmm. Lion King obviously opened the show that was fun I nearly cried because that's just the kind of person I am so life makes me emotional (laughs) yes so do I that was really good. I thought all of the performances by nominated shows were brilliant, actually. Yeah. I didn't... I'm not going to bitch about Carolina Change anymore, but I didn't think Sharon D. Clark's... I mean, she was. It was. It she sang it really well, but I just hate I that song. I, just I think that song's song. fine. But I thought Six was great. I was sad that, obviously, Kelly O'Hara 
couldn't be there because yeah. she didn't kiss me Kate. But but the the new lead guy is a lot better than yes, Ken Watanabe, a lot he? better at enunciating oh, than Ken Watanabe. Uh, but I, mean, I think they were great. So yeah, they had Spanish, the touring cast. Is, like, <laughs> they had the touring cast be- perform for the King and I, and they were great. And they also had oh, I can't remember her surname. Brooke, the other small Allison in Fun Home, come out and bow that with Harry really Turnbull at the end of a performance. Yeah. Which Although was really the people cute. I was sat with who didn't see the show were like. Who the fuck's that woman? And I was like, that's yeah. also a child. They were like, is yeah. it? Well, you could see that she'd grown quite a lot. Yeah. Probably, yeah. But yeah, I think all the performances were really good. Come From Away was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I liked how they mixed two of the songs together. Six, I like how they mixed two of their songs together. I just thought all the performances were really good. Tina was a really good performance. Adrian Warren. Yeah. Really um, Craig was great. I mean, yeah. Oh, just... Beverly Knight did. Obviously, she sang Memory for the In Memoriam segment, which was great but she also did a very great version of the national anthem to open the show which wasn't on tv oh wasn't it nope um obviously hate the royals as as camilla entered so yeah it's a shame that never got broadcast because that was a great version of the national anthem with the arts educational choir yeah bless them bless them for them and then also we got to see a bit of swan lake at the very very end matthew Bourne got the lifetime achievement award it is lifetime achievement not special achievement whatever he got a long-serving achievement award special award special award he's got for being in his life for being great um, so yeah, we got to see a bit of Swan Lake at the very, very end, which was nice. So yeah, I thought all around the performances were brilliant. Yeah, I agree. And we, and we really need to go and see Six. Yeah, we will get tickets. We will get tickets. So let's talk about the winners and losers, the movers and shakers, if you will. Losers is harsh. Nominees. Nominees I mean, who didn't quite win. Losers. Losers. Um, so let's start with Best New Play, as that's what we have open in front of us. <laughs> So yeah, the inheritance one, which I don't think anyone was surprised by. The inheritance no. was one of the big winners of the night. Mm-hmm. So it won best new play. Stephen Dolgy won best director. Carl Soller won best actor, and it also won um, best lighting design. See the big award. Everyone, <laughs> that's the one everyone wants. Everyone wants. And yeah, like this was. I kind of I didn't see any of those, but I feel like this was kind of a non-brainer. Non-brainer. No non-brainer. Non-brainer. You don't even need a brain. (laughs) It was kind of a no-brainer. Like it was such a kind of landmark part of British theatre last year, and yeah, I was just I was very very happy that it won, and that Carl Soller won as best actor, and he did a lovely speech and kind of dedicated to the memory of of people who died of AIDS. Yeah. And Rami Malek could take some lessons from him. To be quite honest, for serious. So yeah, it was. Uh, I was really, really pleased to see the inheritance do so well. Um, we've talked about it before, but I thought it was just a phenomenal piece. Of I wish theater. I'd seen it. I'm just it's, it was two parts, and I'm, I'm poor. sure it'll be. I'm sure we haven't seen the end of it. It would make a really great so. mini series. Ooh, I'd like that. I will produce. We it. will create this. <laughs> Um, another play winner that I was pleased with was the best actor in a supporting role, which was Chris Wally um, <laughs> from the Lieutenant of Inishmore. And he was so hilarious, so great. He is so young. So in his speech, he talked about yes, he did. the fact that he left drama school for this show. And gross. Yeah, he was just hilarious. And in this cast of kind of phenomenal actors he really was the standout so i was really pleased to see him win i think he'll be a name that we see a lot of in the future so a couple from the technical categories um bunny christie for our company won best set design which i'm thrilled about we did think this would happen yeah because it's just such an innovative cool set yeah it's very cleverly done very cleverly done Catherine Zuber won Best Costume Design for The King and I. Great costumes, yeah. to be fair. Lots, lots of them. Yeah. 
It's a really, really big cast, and and some. I feel like there were quite a few like quick changes that had yeah. to be. So it had to be kind of cleverly done as well. Yeah, I feel like I'm just calling everything clever now. But you know, <laughs> that's why they win these things because yeah. they're clever. They did it good. Best sound design went to Gareth Owen for "Come From Away." Again, well deserved. Absolutely, sounds great. Yes very rich and full and the band yeah, were great as and well. the way it all balanced out yeah i was pleased to see the band on stage during that so was i especially the little guy with the little whatever that tiny guitar like instrument is who was really awkward in his little hoodie yeah and then he came out with his little hoodie i was like there he is my old friend <laughs> hey pal <laughs> come from away also won outstanding achievement in music which well deserved it's kind of a weird category because it's not like the original score yeah. category like you get with the Tonys, which is obviously for musicals. Because yeah, obviously The Inheritance and A Monster Calls were nominated as well alongside Six and Fun Home. So it's not just songs. Yeah. It's very much like music and lyrics. Yeah. Or just, so I think just Come From Away it does interesting things with different... With the type of band it has being like very authentic yes. um, in kind of traditional music. But just, yeah, the way it's all layered together. Come From Away also won Best Theatre Choreography for Kelly Devine also was a lovely speech which again they cut yeah. out but it was a very very nice emotional speech yeah. from her it did very well come from away. yeah the point is that come from away won basically everything yeah. that it was nominated for apart from best actor in a supporting role in a musical which was won by jonathan bailey do you want to talk about this abby i just wanted richard fleishman to win but like i knew jonathan bailey like i feel like this was so like they might as well have not even bothered presenting it because i feel like this was completely foregone conclusion is that a saying yeah foregone conclusion yeah like we all knew who was gonna win because you know people like i don't know went insane over his performance but so i'm happy for him he was very sweet and yeah also a nice speech yeah also shout out to the lgbt community which was nice yes that's true um a a sweet man a sweet man definitely his best performance to date and you know not that i've seen everything he's done but of, Mm. of the various shows i've seen him do it was uh, you know, it's kind of like a career-defining performance for him, yes. that's for sure. Yeah. Put him on the map. Someone who was already on the map <laughs> was Patti LuPone, who again, yes. like... Of course I mean, there was she maybe was going to win. Rachel, but like, it's Patti LuPone. Yeah. And like, and she's just, everyone loves her. And I, it's such a phenomenal performance. Yeah. I wondered whether it was her first Olivier because of the way that she reacted to it. Like, she was crying. Her husband was crying. You can see on the broadcast, her husband... there was a way to find out. Her husband was sobbing. <laughs> No, I looked it up. Oh, I was about okay. to tell you, it's not her first Olivia. Oh. She won for Fantine when she originated the role of Fantine. Oh. But that was a long time it ago. It was a long time ago. So it's her first time in a while. It's her first time I in a while. everyone was just very excited that she did a West End show. So Cobner Holbrook-Smith from Tina, the Tina Turner musical, won Best Actor in a Musical, which I don't think he was expecting. No, his, his speech bless was him. lovely. Yeah. Just really, just taken aback. Yeah. I... That would be like me. I would be like, I just, uh, don't uh, know uh, what to say. Uh, oh my God. Yeah, no, I think he really... Was it? I mean, I think this was a very, a very kind of even playing field. For yeah, this very one. open category. I walked past Mark Antolin, and mm. I was just like, "Oh, you're so precious! Oh, he is but you're precious. a pretty grown man. I can't just go up to blink. No, look at him in the face." <laughs> but yeah, very. I think he had. Well, him and Zubin Vala, I think both have quite tricky yes. roles here. But I think Zubin Vala is written, obviously, like kind of for obvious reasons. If you've seen Fun Home, a little bit more sympathetically mm. than obviously. Ike Turner is not meant to be sympathetic because he wasn't. He wasn't a great guy. Not a nice man. Um, turns out. So I think it's it as a role. I think Cobner Holbrook Smith had a little bit more work to do in in giving that role yeah. humanity. So I think for that reason he does deserve it. And also I think he's the sort of actor who, you know, these votes should be on 
just the roles themselves. But I think Cobner Holbrook Smith, a lot of Olivier voters probably have been aware of Cobner Holbrook Smith for a while. He's a he's a really hardworking British actor who's done a lot of theatre, like is you know kind of really passionate and will do you know theatre that really means something. So this was his, as far as I'm aware, his first musical role. But he's been working hard in British theatre and British theatre of kind of all scales, from big productions, kind of big money makers to small kind of more socially Mm. I don't want to say socially important because big productions can be socially important like you know the inheritance but I think there would have been a lot of people who were rooting for him knowing that he's a talent but you know with all that as well as just his performance which in itself was also excellent Mm. nicely summed up thank you I think that was kind of also the case for the winner of best actress in a musical Mm. which was Sharon D. Clarke for Caroline on Change because I think we talked a lot about Caroline on Change but I think if you look at her against the other women who are nominated so Rosalie Craig and Company Kelly O'Hara for The King and I and Adrienne Warren in Tina the Tina Turner musical I think her role was far less substantial than the others definitely in terms of numbers that she sang she only really has one big solo performance and Mm. she's just I felt like it, it wasn't as big a role as some of the others I for sure thought Rosalie Craig was going to get this, if I'm honest. But I think, yeah, again, because Sharon D. Clarke is like a theatre stalwart, like a West End kind of... And I looked on her as well, and this is her first Olivier. This is her first Olivier, and she's been working in the theatre. So So I I just think it's kind of crazy that she's not a bigger name. Mm. And I feel like maybe some of that was behind this win as well. Not that she wasn't great, but I don't think, for me, she wasn't... You know, she deserved the nomination, but I think the win kind of came from people rooting for her her rather than necessarily for her performance in this show. Yeah. And I I don't, even though I didn't like the show, I don't begrudge her it because I think her performance was good. Yeah. And obviously I really like her as like a person and she has done a lot of theatre and she's got a great voice. She deserves an Olivier. It's just whether she deserves an Olivier for this show. But I kind of feel like people are just like, you know, let's let's give her it. So then, best revival in a musical. So the nominees best, best were revival in a musical. Best revival in a musical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when Jon Snow came back. To life. <laughs> um, yeah. Best revival of musical. The nominees were Caroline or Change, Company, and The King and I. All the K's. Nope. <laughs> <Like> not <gasps> even. Not even close to being all <laughs> the case. Anyway, uh, Company won. Surprising, absolutely. Nobody. I mean, yeah. It was always. Oh, it was just so it good. Just, it was so. Good. I wish Company just ran. I wish just ran forever. Yeah. It was like incredible. we're celebrating the Lion King and Mamma Mia with their big anniversaries. Yeah. I want to live in a world where in 20 years time we could be celebrating female Bobby company 20 years. But, you know, yeah. they bowed out at their peak. At the right time. Yeah. But yeah, it was a fantastic production. It fully deserved to win. Having seen all three of them, it yeah. was by far the best, I Absolutely. think. Absolutely. Just in terms of how it reinvented the show in the way I feel like a revival should. Completely. Rather than just be in the same production again. And then the last award of the night was... Best New Musical. So the nominees were Come From Away, Fun Home, Six, and Tina. And before, like, I think we predicted that Come From Away would win, even yeah. though we sort of said we wanted Fun Home to win. Yes. On the night, I convinced myself that Six was going to Everyone win. Everyone said that Six was going to win. Because there was so, like, it got by far the biggest cheers in the room. Yeah. So, yeah, like, every journalist who was doing their Olivier's predictions was saying that Six was going to win. Kind of, I could see why it's a new British, like, we need to really foster new British Young musicals British it's talent. so rare yeah. that a show is like totally British which is totally what we we're saying with Jamie last year yes. although they weren't you know they're not as young as these guys as the team behind six but yeah like it's it's so the fact that it's like kind of this one every so often that's a new British show yes. 
surprised me that they didn't yeah. award it. But I do think a lot of the Olivier voters are probably... I feel like it would skew to the older white male. Yes. Who might like to say, you know, that... Like, who would see the merit of six and would like to pretend that mm. they... Like, I felt like the room was very behind six. Yes. But even then, it might have partly been that people felt like they should be. Yes. But when it comes to it, they're going to vote for something more traditional. Not that they weren't behind Come From Away. Like, oh, no, no, absolutely. Got, everything had a ton of support. Yeah, but six... Had, like, the, But also, I do think it's just... It's very much the feel of six. Like, it's meant to be like a gig. Like, it pretty much is a gig. It and they perform like it like it is. So, badly, yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't have made sense for the audience to have that reaction to Fun Home. So, you know, yeah. I think that also had something to do with the energy in the room. But yeah, I think I'm still very, very pleased to see Six nominated. And recognised. And recognised. And didn't win anything. I thought they would at least yeah. get like a token award. Yeah. But then I'm also surprised that Fun Home didn't win anything because oh, Fun Home so was good. incredible. It was phenomenal. And I really hope that Fun Home comes back into a West I'm End so venue. I'm so amazed that it didn't transfer because I feel it like it. To. I feel like it's got to come back. Come back. But, you know. Come back. It was so We'll good. see. Once we make the money from our inheritance miniseries, we'll <laughs> put it into producing a West yes. End fun home run. Let's do that. But yeah, Come From but yeah, Away, come from away. Best New Musical, which I'm thrilled about because I think they'll really benefit from the word of mouth around winning, I can't remember how many it was, maybe six Olivier's? Yeah. And it's also totally the right show for the sort of audience that will be influenced by Olivier yes. nomina- nominations and wins. Whereas yeah. the six, six don't really... It's great for them to be able to have the not clout but the just the recognition recognition yeah, yeah and the i think just because yeah, they're in a small theater it's an yeah. unknown writing team it's yeah. a really small cast. and this just says like it's like a, a quality a stamp of yes. quality for them yeah you know i don't think the win would give them anything more than the nominations have whereas yeah. i think yeah come from way to be able to say how many you know to be like this is proper quality show it's totally the right show for that olivier you know influence crowd because it didn't get too much recognition at the Tonys. It was nominated for a lot of things, but I can't remember who it was up against. Was it up against Hamilton? I think it might have been up against... Or like Dear Evan Hansen or something. It was, it was up yeah. against another big show that just won everything. Yeah. And it's. I just think it's nice that it got recognised properly over here because it's a great show. Yeah. And as Jason Manford said, 100 minutes straight through. No I mean, interval. yeah. In bed by 10. Perfect. Great. That's Absolutely it. Betrayal. This is the, it's the future. It's the future. But yeah, no, I think some really, really great winners. And like, yes. even though Come From Way and Company did kind of both got a lot of awards i did think there was a nice spread like it wasn't completely dominated yes. i think and yeah, i think the really... quality in the rest of the nominees also says a lot of good stuff about british theater like even though company and come from where did win sort of most things in the musical categories like it was close like there was a lot there were yeah, like people completely. and shows that could quite easily have won and it wouldn't have been a big shock do you know what i mean it wasn't it was a yeah. good year a very good year for british theater yeah. and i think the the winners also show a great variety of british theater yes. if someone just watched the the performances from the night it just shows a really good yeah good breadth of of kind of options for people to go see theater like we talked last year about how they'd put they'd broadcast the show at a really shit time when they did again this year yeah but it's like that is that's still pretty much the only chance that people really have to get an idea of theatre if they're not theatre goers. And like apart from the odd performance on like, you know, Children in Need or yeah. you know. Oh, do you know what was really interesting that wasn't on broadcast in Kenny Wax's speech, he's I wanna say the chief exec or the president of Society oh, of London so, Theatre. Yeah. He spoke a lot about the need to lower ticket prices and to make it that is his thing. To make it more accessible for which audiences to go to it, not just as like a yeah. once a year treat, like as a regular occurrence, which I mean and sort of diversifying if it happens, audiences it'll be amazing. And, but just yeah. the fact that he's even thinking about it is good I mean, not- anyway anyway any other business i've watched 
a lot of TV recently. I watched... Firstly, I'm watching... I'm halfway through Race Across the World, which is a BBC Two show, or maybe it's BBC Three. Anyway, it's on iPlayer, and it's basically, like, Amazing Race, but we're British people. I've never oh. watched Amazing Race. But they get given the price... They get given a budget of what a, a flight to Singapore would cost, and they have to get to Singapore without taking any flights and without their smartphones. They've just got, like, a paper map. And they have to, like, if they want to use the internet, they've got to, like, go oh, to an okay. internet cafe or ask someone to borrow their phone or whatever. And it's, like, five teams of two. And the best team um, are, like, a dad and a son who oh. their mum and dad got divorced a while ago and he lives with them, his mum now. And so it's, like, them, like, reconnecting. And oh. It's just really, really nice. Oh, and so the dad, the dad is, like, no. he's from Bradford and you think he's going to be, like, a bit dim, but he's so oh. smart. And you can, like, the son is, like, you can just see him mature and you're, like, 20. It's really good. It's worth watching. It's addictive. And as they, like, travel around the globe, obviously, you get to see, like, bits of tons of different cities. That's good. I also watched The Yorkshire Ripper Files, a very British crime story. <laughs> Which is interesting to me because my mum was at university in Leeds when the Oak Stripper was killing people oh, in Leeds. Shit. It's a really good three-part documentary because it focuses on, like, the flaws in the investigation. It doesn't, like, sensationalise the deaths. And it's very much about, like, the misogyny of the police officers at the time and how that contributed to, like, the deaths of so many women. And, like, she interviews people, like, police officers from the time now and, like, doesn't let them off the hook. Like, it's very sort of scathing on their attitudes then that still continue now and... Mm. I think I just think it's like the most feministy true crime program I've ever seen. Love when it. normally it's like he's killed six women. Here are pictures of their bodies. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it was really really good. I also watched Triple Frontier on Netflix just because Oscar Isaac was in it and it was awful. Yeah, uniquely awful. Yeah, awful. I um I had when I when like I was like oh my god Oscar Isaac clicked the trailer. Yeah. I was like it's not for me. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's so not bad. For me. He's extremely handsome in it. Well, of course he is. He's Oscar Isaac. But Ben Affleck. It's just like phoning in. Ben Affleck has been phoning in the past 15 years of his life, to be honest. <laughs> Let's be honest. Like, the dialogue is oh no. so bad. The plot is so thin. Why though? Why? I just, I cared more about a mule that fell off a cliff than I did about <laughs> any of the characters. Oh. And Ben Affleck dies in it. Oh. <laughs> like, spoilers. Sorry, spoilers. Are you um, going to watch Triple Frontier? Don't. The mule is the best oh, bit. Dear. I mean, I'll say I'm... Um, I haven't started, but by the time this episode comes out, I'm almost certain I will have watched all of Sabrina season two. I haven't started oh yet, but God, I'm so excited. I fucking love them. Kina Shipka, like, I love Kina what a Shipka. gem. Yes. Like, I just, she's, mm. yeah, so I'm very excited to be watching that. I've also, my random mm. iPlayer mm. thing is Celebrity Painting Challenge. <laughs> oh my God. Which I don't... Oh my God. What do they paint? It's such an enjoyable show. What do they paint? Well, it's only been one episode so far. Right. But they did a life drawing. Okay. Of Keith so Allen. Literally. Two- <laughs> and then they did self-portraits and they were judged on their self-portraits. Right, But okay. it's like, they're genuinely... They, they can all genuinely paint. Like they When they, we say celebrities. celebrities, who do we mean? So, uh, Lawrence Owen and Bowen. George Shelley. Oh, I love Lawrence. Um, oh, that's why you're watching because George Shelley's in it. Oh, what's his name? What's the the cricketer? Phil. Phil Tufnell. Yes. Hmm. So yeah, they're like C list celebs. Yeah. But they're really lovely, and yeah. it's really interesting. It's one of those things of like when people who like know what they're, like they're not the celebrities are kind of like they can all paint to a certain like they're all very competent artists and have like the different specialities mm. but the judges are like proper artists and i have no idea who they are but i'm sure i'll learn to love <laughs> them by the, the end the they are lovely but like the way that they talk about art and when they can say to the celebs yeah. are like the reason this looks weird is because this side of your face shouldn't be as lo-. and like the way they talk about yeah. it, i'm like oh yeah <laughs> 
Whereas I'm just like, painting look funny. <laughs> and I could, like I have yeah. zero artistic skills. So they're like, yeah. well, how would I do that? It's just, you know, this little bit. And I'm like, yeah. It would make a real difference. Yeah, that is, they're right. That, that is what looks slightly off about this painting. Yeah. And like, yeah, that is. I'm probably going to watch this, to be honest. I just had a great time. I found it. It was just a really, play- it had that sort of like Bake Off feel when you're like, yeah. this is just, this these is are wholesome. all lovely. Yeah, it's yeah. wholesome. Look at these people. Yeah. Just doing their best and having a lovely time and being really supportive doing it. That's so nice. And it was, yeah. So you know what? Sometimes that's what you need. <laughs> it, I'm it sure really I'm doing, is. I mean, that that's is. how I feel about Race Across yeah. the World. I've literally watched one episode. It just happened to be the most recent TV show I've watched. <laughs> but I had a great time. So I'm putting it out there. There's so. some good TV recommendations for you there. People of upstairs. Everything you need. Everything <laughs> you could ever need. It really yeah. does cover everything. We'll be back in two weeks time. Yes. Don't know what we'll talk about then. Haven't decided yet, but it'll we'll be something out. you will find out. I was going to say, stay, stay tuned. Stay well is what stay I was going to well. Do so well. Stay well. And we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening. Drink lots of water. <laughs> stay hydrated. Bye. Bye. <laughs>